what's up, everybody? It's your girl, DJ Shard Dangerous. It's your boy, DJ Big Bopper. And you're listening to Wave of the, the Planet. Planet. So this week, we've got a special guest with us, all the way from Mansfield, the one, the only, Reverend Waterman. What's going on, guys? How are y'all? You know, <laughs> living the dream. I just got exempt yeah, from my dream, final, too. so I'm feeling pretty good. I'm not doing nothing. Uh, it's somebody's dream, and we're living it. <laughs> exactly. Chris actually graduates. When do you graduate, Chris? Saturday morning, 10 o'clock. I am very stoked. Are you stoked? Ready to be done. Yeah, I feel that. I'm not quite there yet, but getting close, getting close. Um, hey, hang in there and enjoy it while it lasts, because as much as I love being out here in the real world already, I, I really never thought I'd say it, but I do miss my time at Tarleton. <laughs> yeah, I'm starting to get to the like the bittersweet ends, like, oh, this is my last Christmas in college. That's going to feel strange, yep. you know? Yep. Yeah, there's no month-long breaks out here in the real world. <laughs> yeah, we actually, so graduations are this weekend. I don't think we start school back until like January 22nd or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's a literal like week, month, and almost a month and a half. Like, oh, Well, my mom gets like three months off a year. When she's oh, a, yeah, you're right, you're right. So, I mean, there Teachers. are jobs out there. <laughs> Teachers, you know. Um, so, every week we do our song of the week. First, we talk about our weeks. How was your week, Bob? Well, like I had already started, um, been, this is our finals week. I took yeah. most of my finals last week. Like I said, I had that Saturday morning uh, final, which is one. Whoever decided, let's have finals on a Saturday. And then... I was on that um, board who decided that. Oh, oh gosh. You're dang welcome. it. Okay, but here's the thing, though. It's like you make one Saturday final at 8 and then one like in the middle of the day. Yeah. And then you get to go home like a week sooner. Okay. Is really what it came down to. Okay, but here, here's the thing. I'm okay with that if it wasn't like 8 a.m. Honestly, I like 8 a.m. classes. I like 8 a.m. finals because it sucks to wake up for them, but you get them over with. Yeah. Okay, but there's not. Okay. It, look, if Bob, I had, okay, some let's of us, say if it was at 11 o'clock, right? I could get up at 8 and then I could study. You're not going to get up at 8 no matter what. You're not. <laughs> some, <laughs> sometimes yeah, when look, I have work at 9, I get up at 8. You know, if I'm really studying, I'm up all night, okay? Mm-hmm. Gives me yeah. that much more study time. It's whatever. Sure, sure. Well, my week's... Jared, week... it's hard to study when you're spending all your time over it. Uh, what, what do they call it now? It used to be the pub. I don't know. I'm really old. I don't know. I haven't been there in a while. Actually, I went to the shots tasting party. I lied. Oh, yeah. I had to do that. is what it's called now. I was about to say, Bob, you literally just talked about downing, like, what, 30, 60 shots? 60. Oh, Yeah. yeah. Still a mess. Is this podcast approved? I mean, yeah, we got permission to talk about whatever we want to limit the cursing, but, um, you know, it's not radio. We can say things like crap now. So, you know, ah, the FCC won't let me be. So let me be me. Exactly. Um, my week's been pretty good. I finish finals today and then I am here. I'm in Stephenville until like the 21st or so. So I'm just going to be coming to work. And then going home, it's going to give me a lot of time to mentally get myself together to come to the conclusion that I'm going to be an actual grown-up adult Ooh. in like six months getting kicked out into the real world. There you go. Going to have to get a job and Ugh. I'm going to get Not a new car. Bad. I'm really excited about it. I just want it to like hurry up and get here. Mm. I'm very anxious. If that's that. Well, that's yeah. fair. I mean, yeah, it, I mean. It's, a whole, it's a whole new world to quote Aladdin. I mean, <laughs> you know, you know it's, it's definitely definitely not college anymore but at the same time you you know more responsibility more responsibility but more freedom i guess right bob 
<laughs> What's your song of the week? <laughs> okay, so my song of the week is actually going to be uh, from a band that you might know. Actually, you might recognize the song. It's from um, Guitar Hero 3 for some of the young people. It's uh, going to be Tenacious D, and it's going to be The Metal. And it also came out on their uh, movie, The Pick, or yes, Tenacious D, The Pick of Destiny. And they had recently uh, announced they were going to be coming out with The Pick of Destiny 2. So, waiting for Dear that to come God. out. So, I'm kind of curious to see, you know, what kind of songs are going to come out for this album, what they're going to do. And so, that at least we know we're going to get be getting new music. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess everybody take a listen to that. I think when I think of Tenacious D, I think of D and D, yeah, Dungeons and Dragons. Dragons yeah. yeah, that song. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I just think of Jack Black, and then I think of School of Rock, and then I think of Miranda Cosgrove, and then I think of Michael Jackson because duh, <laughs> you know, they're the same. I mean, they do look very similar. I mean, he, she looks more like his kid than Paris does. But anyways. Um, <laughs> It's, they need to do. They need to do a Michael Jackson. Okay, so you know how like Queen's going on tour with Adam Lambert as their front man. All of Michael Jackson's backup singers need to go on tour with Miranda Cosgrove and just have her lip sync Michael's music. I'd pay so much money to see it. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, you're not telling me with like minimal makeup you couldn't make her look just like him. Honestly, yeah. You know, did you ever watch um, Miss Oh, by the way, by the way, I'm trademarking that, so if anybody's listening to this and steals that idea, I'm suing you. <laughs> no, we'll just go in partners 50-50, I got you. Need okay, some funding, fine I got too. it. See, the only uh, issue is getting her to do those dance moves. Like, you'd have to train her to do that. I don't know if she can do it. I'm, I th- Well, he cheated with most of them. I mean, he had the, oh, he had the specialty shoes that hooked yeah. into the nails on the stage floor. Well, it still takes quite a Moon bit. Moonwalking's not really that hard, honestly. I can do it. I can't. Well, <laughs> I that's not can. saying a lot, though. A man of my <laughs> stature cannot move on. Yeah, thank you. I mean, anyways. Um, my song of the week. Well, Chris, do you have one? Uh, You know, I, this is kind of on the spot, but... Uh, yes, it is. Gucci Mane, one of my favorite rappers, just put out an album. Uh, just released it Friday. It's called Evil Genius. Um, you know... I haven't been keeping up with music as much as I had been when I was working there, so I don't know if this was kind of just a, you know, a sudden release. I hadn't heard anything about this. I think it was uh, a pretty new release. Yeah, yeah I mean, Gucci, you know, Gucci's had a had a you know a track record of doing that, just dropping albums out of the blue. So, um, you know, th- this whole album's pretty good. I mean, it's got some of the big you know big singles that have been released over the past you know months, six months to a year. Um, I know Solitaire was one of the songs that I put in while I was there. Yeah. Uh, Wake Up in the Sky is a really great song, I think. Yes, I really like that one. Yeah, I think my song of the week, though, I mean, it's it's off that album, but I think it's going to be Mad Russian, uh, which is a song that features Lil Skies. And I've never listened to Lil Skies before, uh, but I kind of went on a tangent after I heard that song and started listening to him a whole lot more. And, man, that guy's got something, too. You know, this this whole song is, is... real vibey and i mean it, it brings you back to you know the gucci main that people are used to the gucci main that people got into rap music with which is you know hardcore you know gangster rap music yeah well speaking of like these lils and just like new wave rap that's pretty much coming out um 
Triple X, XXX, Temptation released an album, um, what, Friday? Was it Friday? I think it was Friday. Yeah. Lance texted us about it. And so um, he was like, that'd be something, you know, to talk about. Give it a listen. It's it's literally 20 minutes long. Um, but it wasn't bad. No, it was uh, It was definitely interesting. It was very uh, unique, I would say. I The way that, like, the way that, and I didn't really listen to a lot of him. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, of course, I've heard a couple of his songs. But I wasn't, like, a hardcore, you know, right. diehard fan. But um, I think, like, I don't really, like, when I listen to his music, it's not really hip-hop to me. It's, like, it's kind of like grunge rock. And it's, like, to like, it's, okay, the one with Kanye West, that's yeah, pretty that was... grungy rock to me. And then he's got another one where, like, a really hard grunge rock beat drops. Um See, I would uh, say that's more getting to that horrorcore side of the culture, though, of it. What? Anyway, it's like, uh, it's a lot of that, like, kind of bring some of the metal aspects into the, like, rap game kind of thing. Well, yeah, and I think that um, listening to that now, I see where, like, a lot of his fans, you Mm -hmm. know, kind of connected with him because he brought that. It just, you know, wasn't something that I'd listened to before. But, I mean, the album was interesting. Like I said, it was only 20 minutes long. Um, it's called Skins, mm-hmm. so go give it a listen if you guys want. Um, it's it's interesting. It wasn't bad. I, I enjoyed it. Um, my song of the week is going to be just another vibey song that I've been listening to all week. It's called Crush Culture by Conan Gray. Um, I like Conan Gray. He's kind of like a, like, you wouldn't, you know who Troy Sivan is. You've heard of Troy Sivan, but you may not listen to his music. Um, he's kind of got like a Troy Sivan voice, but it's a little bit softer um he's able to reach a lot of higher higher notes um and it's pretty silky so i like it a lot um can dig a listen to that All right, so Bob, what are we talking about this week? Well, we got a little bit. Uh, we finally got our Grammy ne- or the, the our Grammy notification. <laughs> sorry, we had our Grammy nominations. Uh, I know they were supposed to come out last Wednesday, so we we're yeah. going to get them last time. But uh, with George uh, Bush's death, they pushed it off till Friday, so we got that new list out. Uh, so we're going to go over that. We have a little bit over a rapper is suing a video game maker over a Fortnite dance move. So that's Ooh. you know. <laughs> Apparently that's Fortnite. Uh, <laughs> that's important news. I play Fork Knife. Fork Knife. Yeah. Well, we got a little bit about BTS and their historic uh, Grammy nomination. Uh, we got a stars a stars born, and then we're going to talk a little bit about Ariana Grande, uh, Taylor Swift, Katy Perry, and then we got a little bit on Six Nine. Okay. About you, what we have? I got a little bit about um, another rapper who got arrested. Well, he got arrested already. Um, but he's been indicted, so we're going to talk about a Ty Dolla Sign. Okay. And then sports. That's the main reason why Chris is here. Chris is the uh, former music director here, um, but he's such a sports guy, too. We're almost the same person. Well, doesn't so, he live near, like, a sports, like, a ice Yeah, we've actually thing? talked about it before. And ice, <laughs> we've talked about it before, and we've talked about you before, Chris. Just, you know, how, you know, you're such a Stars fan, 
And so now that their new facility is in Mansfield, like. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's, uh, I mean, it's five minutes max from my house. Um, unfortunately, you know, the star centers, I think there's six of them now, uh, spread around around the, the Dallas Fort Worth area. Mm-hmm. Um, and the stars, they'll, they'll hold open practices, uh, where anybody can come watch them practice, watch the whole team practice. Uh, but they, the, the problem is they usually do them around Dallas. Uh, I, I'm about 35 minutes from Dallas, so they usually do them in Farmer's Branch, oh, okay. gotcha, um, Frisco, gotcha. Plano. So they haven't done any open practices out here, uh, but our high school hockey team has been using the rink out here. It's an absolutely beautiful facility. Uh, I was able to go check it out. Uh, I've actually been a few times now, and uh, they actually just announced yesterday some pretty cool news. The uh, 2020 USA Hockey High School National Championships will be held in Mansfield at that Star Center. So we're really wow. excited about that. Huh. That's awesome. Which I think it's kind of yeah. crazy that you have a that your high school has a ice hockey team. Well, yeah, it's not it's not just solely Mansfield High School team. We have uh, I believe we have seven high schools now. Oh, okay. Uh, six, six or seven high schools, and then a, a vocational high school, or just you know, just career uh, career yeah. tech academy or whatever you want to call it. Uh, so it's the it's the Mansfield ice hockey team, and it's all the high schools. Anybody who wants to play, it's kind of a club sport, if you will. Oh, okay. oh cool. That's cool, though. I you know, it's not often that you see like ice hockey or uh, figure skating or stuff like that. One of my friends is a uh, she's a figure skater, which is cool. And I was like, I didn't know that oh, that man. was a like she's from Austin. I was like, I didn't know that that was like a a thing. But all right, cool. The amount of finesse yeah, it was, for that. It was certainly pretty surprising when you know i think i found out about the hockey the hockey team my sophomore junior year somebody said well hey we're gonna go to the the mansfield hockey game tonight and you know kind of looked at them like they had three heads i was like what are you (laughs) talking about they said well we got a real hockey team so we went i've been hooked ever since and uh you know it's it's definitely a cool deal you know and you don't expect it like you said in places especially like texas you know down here in the south you don't expect you know hockey programs for high schools uh, you know, obviously it's a lot more common in the north where it's colder. I mean, most colleges in the north uh, of decent size have intramural hockey where all the fraternities are playing hockey. So yeah. I could just see me and Bob on ice skates flying around. <laughs> oh, please, I'm going to be goalie, man. <laughs> Crashing into something or someone. Well, right. some of the pretty much the, the biggest sports story that we're probably going to talk about comes out of OU, which Chris is another, he's an OU fanatic. So I know go he's going to be excited up. about this. Go ahead, this. Oh, back, back. Where's that Drake at? Oh, yeah, man. right. Oh, Honestly, man. we'll get that under. Um, but then we're Not also going to talk about the crazy finish yeah. in the Miami-New England game. Because I know you saw that, right? I saw it. And then uh, Aaron Rodgers, he actually broke a record. He topped uh, Tom Brady, which no one thought was going to happen. Um my last sports story says Saquon Barkley does what he does best slash Mark Sanchez is a joke. That, that's both very accurate. Last week. Or actually, no, I think, well, it was last week and I think the week before too. I've just always talked about how Mark Sanchez is a joke. I cannot stand him. I don't think he's a great quarterback and he didn't do anything but prove that, prove me right this week. Um, but let's start with our music, Bob. All right. So let's talk about our Grammy noms real quick. All right, so we finally got our nominations. Uh, so on Friday, the Recording Academy announced its nominees for the Grammy Awards. It's going to be held uh, February 10th this year. And uh, Kedrick Lamar, who held the uh, Black Panther soundtrack, leads yes. the year filled with eight nominations. Okay. American artist Brandi Cardell surprised with six nominations, including in the categories of Album and Record of the Year. 
country artist Casey Musgraves earned yeah. four nominations for Album and Country Album of the Year, and previous Grammy favorite Taylor Swift was shut out from all categories except for Best Pop Vocal Album for Reputation. Okay. So, Good. <laughs> I was like, wait, I thought she was a uh, country artist, guys. Is that... Am I not with the times? So out of I these... They, I think they finally figured it out. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> um, out of these, I know Casey Musgraves just won a CMA. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm getting to go see her in March, so I'm super excited about that. So I really, I think she's going to take home country album. Um, I'm not surprised. Are you surprised, Chris, that Kendrick Lamar got so many noms for the Black Panther soundtrack? Because that was pretty uh, bad. I'm not. I can't say that I've listened to the My Panther soundtrack. Never, I didn't go see the movie or anything like that, but if it's got the songs on it that I assume it does, which yeah. are pretty much all of his big hits from the past year, yeah, you might as well just... He, why, he, don't, he doesn't even need to show up to the Grammys. Just ship them all to his door. Yeah, they might as well <laughs> just give them to him, honestly. The guy, I mean, the guy is by far and away, by far and away, the, the best rapper in the game right now. It's not even close. He's a lyrical um, genius. Like He really is. I mean, he's... That's he's uh, he's this generation. He's to this generation what Little Wayne was to us. Yeah, and what I love about Little Wayne is he's you know he's still around, but like right. not as you know not as prominent. Well, I mean, I think the last time we heard him, he was on the Queen or Nicki Minaj's Queen album, right? Well, he had an album drop. This summer. Oh yeah, that's right. He had uh, the Carter six or four five. I think it was. Five. That would be the five. quarter six. 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 Okay. Wait, I so. five. Five. No, it's five. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was like, screwed up. Okay. I was like, I remember seeing a V. I don't remember about seeing the one. Yeah. <laughs> and it did pretty well. Um, yeah. It was. A, it didn't take off like other. I think it just got overshadowed by other. Yeah. There was a lot of good dropped. releases. Yeah. I mean, Drake's album came out this summer, yeah. so that was you know, pretty Kiki, much, do you love me? Yeah. Scorpion pretty much took over the charts on that one. So. But we have, uh, I'm going to go through, we have four different categories that really, I felt like, mattered for us in the station. Can we play that game again? (laughs) So, when we have uh, uh, listeners and Chris, so when we have award shows coming up, me and Bob like to play a game. He'll give the category, the nominees, and then we'll just, like, take a guess who we think is going to win. And then in February, when we're wrong about all of this... I mean, sometimes we make a bet on it. Sometimes we just humiliate ourselves. But we bet on it and we tied on one out of ten, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Let's do it. All right. So, All right. so we're gonna start with record of the year, and it's gonna start with "I Like It" by Cardi B, and Bad Bunny, and J Balvin. The joke by Brandy Carlisle. This is America by, Ch- by Childish Gambino. God's Plan by Drake. Shallow by Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. All the Stars by Kendrick Lamar and SZA. (laughs) And then uh, we have (laughs) Rockstar by Post Malone featuring 21 Savage, which I still, like I keep forgetting, has happened this this year. year. (laughs) And then we have The Middle by Zed, Marin, Marin Morris, and Gray. So out of those, who do you think is going to have record of the year? I, so... I don't want to say Rockstar because I don't want it to win. But remember, didn't it? It yeah, won it something this year. And we were like, how? That song came out so long ago. Yeah, I can't remember what um, it was. I re- of course, I really want to say God's Plan because just because that's Drake. Like, um, I like it could do pretty well. I mean, it's done pretty well. Um, I honestly don't know, man. I think I, I'm going to go... 
but then watch watch it's gonna be shallow it's it's shallow that's where i'm going i haven't seen the movie yet but i just know all right shallow by lady gaga and bradley cooper for shine what do you think chris this is a tough one um you know personally i huh i don't know you gotta think i mean this is america was a pretty was a pretty big deal when it came out um you know just just because you know we see a couple of songs like this each year that kind of you know tackle the big issues that are going on mm-hmm. uh, yeah. across the country right now um god's plan of course i mean drake's you know, Kendrick, like I said just a few minutes ago, is, is by far and away the best rapper, but I think Drake probably got you beat for the biggest rapper in the world right now. Yeah. Um, I, personally, though, and not that I really want to admit this, but I I hope the middle wins. Um, you... I think that Zed and Marin Morris song is really great. Um, you know, it's it's been in a lot of places. You hear it on a lot of commercials. Um, but... If I were to put money on it, yeah, it's got to be between This Is America and God's Plan. Uh, I'd probably give it to God's Plan, though. All right. Well, then I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take This Is America because I was as well. I'm between those two. So probably all going to be wrong. It's going to be I Like It for Cardi B, but, you know. Well, see, and that's why, like, that's why the Grammys are so hard to predict because it's not just, like, one category. And it's literally, like, one song that's, like, latin and hip-hop mm-hmm. there's a rock several. song there's a hip-hop a couple hip-hop songs there's the shallow and that's why it was like this one's gonna win just because all of the nominations for this mm-hmm. movie and things like right, that yeah. which i still haven't seen <laughs> I okay know. i gotta ask this question who is bad bunny because like two weeks ago or three weeks ago he was on the thanksgiving day parade and then he was on the monday night football halftime show i've never heard of this guy in my life well so he's a his, he's a latin rapper right him and jay balvin are oh. really blowing up was it he was on the i've heard of jay balvin. Kids, we, we've got right? some jay balvin songs in the system that i put I in so. uh what's what's jay balvin's big one um his big one right now uh i know that he has one i think he has one out with uh I want to say that he is in Taki Taki. Hmm. And the, um, it, right, do you remember Bad Bunny? Was he the one who was on the Sour Patch Kids float? Do you remember at all? I yes, think he, he was. was that was Sour him. Yeah, yeah, I remember watching I hated that performance. Every minute of it, it was so awful. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I definitely remember that one. And I was like, uh, I don't really know this, but my the bro- kids were just looking around like, they're like, what's, hey, uh, what's going singing? on? Like. I remember my brother, uh, my brother's girlfriend was over for Thanksgiving and they were talking about it and she, she was like, oh no, he's actually really good. He's usually like background. It's just different. Apparently she, she's a fan of him and I'm just watching and I'm like, eh, this does not sound that great in my opinion, but you know, what do I know? Well, see, I think one of my New Year's resolutions, which is one one thing we're going to talk about in the podcast probably next week or so, um, is that I like, I'm going to start listening to more music and by more like different types of music mm. um i'm pretty diverse with what i listen to now i listen to rock i listen to hip-hop i listen to indie i listen to alternative but i want to start listening to more like not necessarily bts but maybe and like maybe m- more music of latin artists and stuff like that you know just to open mm-hmm. my mind yeah. up a little bit i don't know that's uh that, that j balvin song that i was looking for it's called niente yes it's, I, yes it's really okay. good yeah, that one did so well. Yeah, I remember that. I remember Miente. 
We played that one at City a lot. It was a pretty good song for people to dance to. <laughs> Bob's sitting here like, what? I was like, what? <laughs> See, Chris, I miss you. Come back. <laughs> uh, hey, I miss being there like every day for real. I don't blame you, man. But you're living the dream. All right, we got a, somebody's dream. <laughs> we got the album of the year. We're going to start with "Invasion of Privacy" by Cardi B. By the way, I forgive you by Brandy Carlisle. Uh, "Scorpion" by Drake. "Her" by Her. "Beer Bongs and Bentleys" by Post Malone. Dear, see, I no, I can't believe that that came out. No, it's just been a really long year. <laughs> what? It's been a really There's long no year. There's no way. Uh, "Dirty Computer" by Janelle Monae. Golden Hour by Casey Musgroves, and then we have Black Panther, the album, various artists. So. <laughs> so. <laughs> remember we talked about Dirty Computer last week, because Bob, I don't, do you know who Janelle Monet is, Chris? Never heard of it. Okay. Or her. Jan- I assume her. Yes. Janelle Monet, um, she, do you remember when Degrassi used to come on TV? Never and watched it. Okay, well, there was this promo, and the song was like Shark in the Water. If you heard the song, you'd probably remember it and be like, oh, that annoying song. She sings that song, and then she's done like a lot of acting and a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. Dirty Computer came out this year, and I I, I was telling Bob last week, it's basically like, it's an album, but it's basically like a movie. Yeah, I'm the worst guy to have on for pop culture stuff, because I (laughs) No, you're really, you're not. He is the worst, honestly. (laughs) At least you know some of this. But anyways, so um, I'm surprised to see that that album was nominated for Album of the Year, but I'm also not. I don't think it's going to win. I also don't think, I think Black Panther's going to do it. Well, when we had just talked about it, she had won something, or she was in the top ten. Yeah, she was at the top ten of, it wasn't time. No, I think it was um, either the Billboard's top ten or NPR's. Uh, NPR's, okay. It was NPR. Um, I think Black Panther's going to take it. Yeah, I was going to sync that too, just because it's various artists, and it did so dang well. Yeah. I also I think that Invasion. We talked about this a couple days ago, and like, I think that Invasion of Privacy. I like a lot of the songs on that album, mm-hmm. but just because of that doesn't mean that I, I loved it. I mean, I loved, I liked the album a lot, but I don't think it was the best album that came out this year. I mean, I think Scorpion's really good. I mean, they were, it went platinum before the album even came out. Yeah, so. but see, that's because of, what, three songs? Yeah, that's because of God's Plan. Um, In My Feelings. And then... And uh, um, uh, Nonstop. Nonstop, yes. Gosh. So... Hmm. Um, I'm going to say Black Panther. All right. What about you, Chris? What are you thinking? Give me Golden Hour. Casey Musgraves. That's my girl. Give it to me. Do you like Casey Musgraves? Love Casey Musgraves. That album is stellar. I wish I would have got in on on the... uh, They did a pre-sale for vinyl records that were were a picture album, and I wish I would have got in on it. Me too. I just started collecting records not too long ago, but I missed out on that, so... Yeah, give me Golden Hour. Um, it's a really, really well put together, really well written, really well performed album. All right. Um, certainly a long shot to beat Black Panther or God's Plan, but I love an underdog. Give it to me. I honestly think she could do it, though. I like 
Um, I, you know, I got my record player a couple of weeks ago, and I like I'll buy vinyls, mm-hmm. but my thing is I'll only buy a vinyl of an album that I love and I will listen to from start to finish because I'm not going to put right, it on a yeah. record player and skip through right. songs. And this is one of the ones that I'm like, I will listen to this whole thing <laughs> from start to finish, flip it over to side two, without skipping any songs. It's beautiful. Well. Before Beer Barn and Bentley's going to win it, I'm just going to go ahead and say <laughs> Scorpion by Drake. Simply because the numbers were so well. I enjoyed it a lot. It was enjoyable you know, to you? It was very enjoyable to me. <laughs> so uh, that's what I'm going to have to take away from it. I think Drake's going to maybe finally win something with it. Maybe I, so, yeah, because he really hasn't won, mm-hmm. I mean, besides it going. I mean, he destroyed like all the streaming records and downloads and everything. But when it came to actual like uh, awards for it, he hasn't really won anything with it. So, I'm, you know, I, I'm going to give it to him. It's 2018. He had a great year. You know, now's time. We'll see. Uh, we're going to move into our songs of the year. And uh, it's going to start out with All all the Stars with Kendrick Lamar and SZA. So then we next up is Booed Up by Ellie Mai. God's Plan by Drake, of course. Aubrey Graham is Drake. In My Blood, Sean Bendez. The Joke, Brandy Carlisle. I've never heard that song. The Middle by Zed Morin, Morrison Gray. Shallow by Lady Gaga, Bradley Cooper. And This Is America and Childish Gambino. <laughs> okay. Um, out of those songs... Um, let me just be a little diverse and go with This Is America. Dang it. No, who's going to pick that one this time? Well, that's too bad. We can have the same choice. Were we going three for three on that one? (laughs) I guess so. Are we all doing it? I think so. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be my choice. I mean, this is is the songwriter's award. I mean, this is about the lyrics themselves. And Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, none of these other songs are going to go that deep. I mean, whether you agree, disagree with the message, it doesn't really matter. Nothing's going to go as deep as that song does. Right. Yeah. I agree. Then we're going to have to, we're going to finish it up with best rap album. And it's going to start with invasion of privacy by Cardi B swimming by Mac Miller victory lap by Nipsey hustle and Daytona by pusher T and Astroworld by Travis Scott. So let me start off by saying I'm mad. Um, I'm mad that Swimming got nominated because I think that Swimming is a great album. Mm-hmm. And the, I think it, it, it pains me that the only reason I feel like it was nominated is because he died. Mm-hmm. Because I, trust me, I'm a Mac Miller fan to the end. I thought Swimming was beautiful. I thought it, and it, it wasn't supposed to be his last album, Mm-mm. you know. Um, but I think it definitely got overshadowed by stuff this summer and me, other music that came out. And... Um, <clears throat> I think I really do think the only reason it got nominated was because he died. And I think that if he were to win, um, I think he would deserve it, but it wouldn't look that way, you know? Right. I mean, we had talked about it when I first seen it and I was like, man, I don't want to bet against that because I feel like just because of everything that that one's going to win. Yeah. So what do you think though? What are you going to go with? Um, uh, Oh, and see, this is another conversation we had. So we were. This is the one we were talking about, where I said, uh, he said, I think Astro World. You know, that was a really good album. I said, I'm going to disagree because I. Not that I don't think it was a really good album, mm. but because the way that I look at an album as being really good or like, is it's got to be one that I can listen to from beginning to end, not want to skip anything, not get bored of anything. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I mean, I'm gonna go with swimming. Just because I genuinely think that it was a good album, and I feel that way about it, um, 
whether it wins or not, I, you know, I don't know if it's going to be because someone actually listened to the album and heard it or because someone said he died, we have to give him this credit. Mm -hmm. But um, that's what I think. What do you think, Chris? Uh, Invasion of Privacy will win this award. Um, I love the confidence. Personally, personally, I absolutely cannot stand Cardi B as a person or as a artist, if you want to call her that. Um, don't like her music. Don't like her voice. Don't like her attitude. Nothing like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Give me Astro World. Love it. Front cover to back cover. Great album. Um, I definitely agree with your message on the on the Mac Miller thing, though. Uh, I don't think swimming is, you know, is in this category. It is even nominated for much of anything. Had he not died this year, um, I think they probably threw that in there just to take a two to three minute, you know, tribute to tribute him to kind of get some more viewers, uh, which which is fine. I mean, I don't really like you exploiting his death or that, but if you do want to honor him, then. You know, by all means, do it. Right. Yeah, I mean, a nomination is what it is. I think that um, one of the one of the next albums that I'm going to get on vinyl is actually Blue Slide Park, and I think that that's a really good album. Just like it's a really intermediate Mac Miller album, but just to listen to it from beginning to end, and then listening to Swimming, you can like hear his matureness, not only in his voice, but like in the things that he's saying. Mm-hmm. But um. Yeah, I mean, I think it 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 sucks. It's I feel like it's a deserving nomination, but it it wouldn't have you know, right? It wouldn't have gotten the recognition. Well, I'm just I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Astro World. You know, I got to stay with Houston, stay with my boys. So I'm gonna go with Astro World by Travis Scott. I think it was phenomenal. I liked it a lot. I liked the production in it. That's okay. You can stay with your boys because we're gonna talk about the Texans later. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. Boy, they choked. Mm, talk about Dallas trying to choke all weekend. Yeah, okay. What? I've never... No, not you. I'm just saying just in general. <laughs> that was, like, was the trash talk around the NFL. <laughs> all right, so do you play Fortnite? Do any of y'all play Fortnite? Yeah, I'm dumb. I play it. <laughs> nope, I play PUBG all the way. Hey, Fortnite. Woohoo! All right. So, see, I don't really play Fortnite at all either. I kind of played a few, but I don't really know what's going on in the game. But apparently, they have a bunch of different dance moves in the game, and a rapper is suing the video game maker over the dance moves. So, um, this dance known is known as the Milli Rock, and it is the center of a lawsuit filed by filed last Wednesday by rapper Two Milli against Epic Games Inc. If you didn't know who Two Milli is, that's Milli Rock. And in the complaint, the lawyers for uh, him write that through the unauthorized mis misappropriation of Ferguson's highly popular dance craze, the Millie Rock in its video game, Fortnite Battle Royale, Epic has unfairly profited from exploiting Ferguson's protective, creative expression and likeness. Tumili says he invented the Millie Rock in 2011 and he featured it in his 2014 music video and since then the dance has taken off and has been performed on stage by other musicians, name checked in a popular rap and taken up by enthusiastic young fans. So, I mean... I've seen it. I've seen I, I've seen a lot of the different memes that came from Fortnite, and I've seen all the different dances. I mean, it is the exact same copy of the dance, but at that point, does it become like? Is that grounds that to trademark that? So, if it's not trademarked, does he have any rights to it? Um, I think 
I don't think he trademarked it. And I think that, yeah, that is the problem. Yeah. Um, Fortnite has been doing this for a while. You know, they have like the victory dances and stuff like that. Right. Um, and I think that, I think, now don't quote me on this, but I think the whole process is that, you know, a dance gets popular. So they go, okay, you, it's common sense that if something gets, starts to get popular, you're going to trademark it. In mm-hmm. my head, at least anyways. And so um, I feel like Fortnite goes to the people who have trademarked it and said, um, look, we want to put this on Fortnite. We'll give you this much money, mm-hmm. you know, to do so. And um, this guy didn't trademark it. So you may be known for the Millie Rock. And um, I, but honestly, I didn't know him for it. I just knew it as a dance that everyone was doing, you know. Right. I just knew it as my, my go-to club dance. So uh, it's not necessarily, you know, Fortnite's fault that he didn't trademark it and they're making money off of it. See, I, I think he's in the wrong. I mean, unless he has legal grounds yeah. that he has control over that, it's really not up to him to say. Yeah. That's like... um because it doesn't matter what it like it doesn't matter he no one had the no one has the rights to a hand move exactly you know he didn't trademark it so it's not like every time you whip you owe somebody money and if you do then i owe somebody money but like just like dabbing you imagine <laughs> do i thought the migos had that and a dab ranch i'm kidding <laughs> but yeah that's what i think i mean if he didn't trademark it then he's got no legal bounds for this fortnite's gonna sprinkle a little cash on him and that's it i mean yeah probably that's probably what it is all about anyway yeah it's all about the money absolutely yeah because he's mad because they're making money off of a dance of quote unquote his dance but it's not your dance if you didn't trademark it you can start it all you want but if you didn't trademark it then you legally have no rights to it yeah i think like I mean, if we go to the flip side, like Michael Jackson with Thriller, obviously he had he has legal rights to everything about that. Yeah. Everything about the choreography, the song, everything. Oh, yeah. He owns the moonwalk. So, and the, everything that has that, they are required to give him a royalty on it. But for this, they, there's yeah. no there's He, no, he no owns reason. nothing, so there's nothing, um, there's really nothing that can be done. It's just, hmm. I don't know, it's just kind of interesting to see how things move into our pop culture but into yeah. different things and then people want to capitalize on it. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. I can kind of see where it's coming from. It just, if you, it just, without having any grounds for it, why would yeah. you even attempt it? It's kind of a waste of time and money. Because he's, what he's hoping is that they're going to, they don't want it to turn into like a big scandal or whatever and it's not mm-hmm. going to get people to stop playing Fortnite. Oh, I'm no. actually going to go home and play Fortnite because of Just this. Just for that and then post um, it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Post it. Post me doing my dance when I come in last place, you know, mm-hmm. and be like, and, and Adam and be like, you're not getting any of my money. But I mean, he has no rights to it. If, if you were uh, made the f- smart financial decision to say, hmm, I'll get the trademarks to it, but he didn't. So exactly. There's nothing you can do. So I'm going to go through a couple uh, little spurts of news before we go over to you, and then we start into our sports as well. So we're going to go back on BTS, the album's historic Grammy nomination, that brings them one step closer to a total U.S. domination. And as we've talked, uh, I know we've talked when they first started rising, the first time they were on their charts, BTS, uh, from South Korea, this dance group, and just kind of the K-pop and how it's kind of been 
getting really popular here in the United States and how we're starting to bring other cultures' music into into our mainstream pop culture. So it's really interesting because we had just talked about Havana had just won, uh, for the first time ever, won a South Korean music award yeah. at the Melon Awards. So now we have a South Korean group. <laughs> yeah, getting yeah nominated for stuff in America. So, I mean, I think that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Seeing the international feel kind of open up a little bit. We got a Stars Born, and I know we had went ahead and said uh, at least one of their songs might end up winning. But a Starborn gets a total of nine nominations this year at the Critics' Choice Awards with Best yeah. Actress, Best Actor, Best Song, Best Picture, Best Supporting Actor, Best Director, Best Adapted Screenplay, Best Cinematography, and Best Editing. So, I mean, they pretty much blew it out of the this water. This is like um, the La La Land. Oh, yeah. Like when that happened. Yeah. yeah. And but I, Moonlight didn't end up winning. And still. I'm still... I still haven't seen this, and I really want to watch it. I've heard Me great too. things. I mean, they've got. They've have you seen it, Chris? I have not. I've heard I so. I'm terrible. I'm a terrible pop culture guy. I've never. I don't even know who BT BTF is. That what you guys are saying? BTS. That's okay. We everyone who never listens, no one, pretty much no one who listens to their music knows what they're saying in America because it's not in English. But you know, it's whatever. Oh, so this is a bad bunny situation. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty much. I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> you young people. Well, well, going into the realms of like video games and whatnot, uh, Katy, per- Katy Perry appears to have collaborated with Final Fantasy's Brave Exvius and is set to release a new song titled Immortal Flame on December 12th for the game of Final Fantasy, which I think that's really interesting. I, I never, out of all the artists I ever think of, Katy Perry being on Final Fantasy video game track. Just. Katy Perry's doing some things because um, last week we talked about her new Christmas song yeah. she's coming out with. And so, and it was, but it wasn't an album. No, it was just And it's single. not like she doesn't have an album upcoming. Mm-hmm. So she's just releasing a lot of singles. I would, I would, in my head, this song probably is going to have, I mean, it's obviously going to have lyrics and everything. And so I think she's going to release it as a single and um, it's going to be interesting. Just, She's doing something interesting. I just think that's really interesting. I never would have thought her in the uh, video game world. That's what I'm saying. I think she's just trying to break into new markets. Yeah, like, try out Who would have thought that... And it, her, like, her Christmas song isn't a cover. Mm-hmm. It's an original yeah. Christmas song. So I think she's just trying to break into new stuff. Well, Ariana Grande and Taylor Swift now tie as the only female solo artist to spend 35 days at number one on the Spotify global chart. With thank you next and shake it off. Both terrible. <laughs> you don't like thank you next, Chris? I honestly can't even tell you that I've heard it. <laughs> I'm I'm obsessed with the music video. I love the 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 pop cultureness of the music video. Um, I like the song because I think it's about. Um, it's not an like ex bashing song. It's just like. Thank you for all of the lessons you've taught me. Yeah, the Next. growing experience. Next. Yeah, it's it's more mature than a CeeLo Green FU, you know? <laughs> Not yeah. more fun, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one is pretty fun. Well, we're going to go in the next two news. I know uh, Sade has been waiting for these two. We got 6 Nines album <sighs> Dummy Boy, and it's officially number one album in the United States due to the recount of Travis Scott's Astroworld, and it fell 200 copies short and is number two on this week's Billboard Hot 200 chart. Chris, how do you feel about this? Because I know you're, you, like me, are a very, very, very um, good 6 9 fan, right? Uh, 
you know, not really. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, look, the guy, I'll give him props. The guy has got a couple of good songs. Um, you know, don't ask, me top of my, don't, don't ask me to name him off the top of my head, but I know we put him <laughs> in the system. Um, but, no, I don't like it. I mean, it's as simple as that. I mean, especially when you start looking into his, his background and his crime history and things like that. I mean, well, obviously he's going to you know, jail. Let's not, See, yeah, well, let's not combine those two things together. <laughs> um, you know, even without his, even if he was a perfect, you know, model citizen example of a model citizen. Yeah, I probably still wouldn't be a fan. Yeah, I'm not. Um, I'm not that big of a fan of his. Lance's, and it's funny. Uh, he, he when his album came out, um, Lance was like, "I got your favorite rapper's album on vinyl this week," and I was like, <laughs> "No way!" And he showed it to me, and I was like. It is very colorful. <laughs> but then what was that other 6-9 news you had, Jared? Well, this going... Well, first I want to just talk about, like, I think the reason it even became number one is simply because he's in been in jail and, you know... He's got some hype around him. Yeah, so it's yeah. kind of, like, fresh. So, like, I, based on this news, we're going to go... Two days later, some news was um, reported about it. A little bit of critics, I guess. But Dummy Boar by 6 9 is officially the worst-rated album of 2018 with a Metacritic score of 39 out of 100 and is also one of the worst-rated albums of all time. The album also breaks the record for having the lowest user score of all time with a score of 1.4 out of 10. So, Well, good for him. <laughs> Two, I mean, hits uh, hits number one on the chart or on the charts top one hundred, and then two days later has the lowest uh, rating of all time. So <laughs> I haven't really heard that much off of it. I know uh, Lance was saying the first side of it was good, but the back side was pretty rough to say the least. So this is all I have to say about six nine, and then I'm done. He's making money in prison. Yeah, I mean. He's, I don't think he's losing any money on this album. Oh, so. no. And this is even with releasing it early because it got leaked. Yeah, so. that's right. It got leaked, Chris. And so then he was like, screw it. We'll just release it and Maybe that make some money off of it. Kind of hype it up, too, because it was leaked. And then they got it all taken down. And they said, screw it. I mean, just do it. Yeah. So maybe that's why, too. But that's the all the news that not, I have. He's just not. Lance, if you're listening, I love you, man. Thanks for everything <laughs> you did for me. But. The pack of Skittles is not good at rapping. <laughs> well, and so, like, um, I'll watch. There's some, like, um, I don't remember what it's called. It's, like, called Underrated or something like that. And it's basically a series where these guys will sit down and they'll talk about, um, is this rapper over, or is this rapper or person? I think lately it's just been rappers. But I think this rapper is overrated. I think this rapper is the best rapper of all time. And they'll, like, they both have, like, 15 minutes, I think it is. And uh, basically, it's like a chess clock. And so one person will start talking. And then the other person, um, when they're done making a point, the other person starts. So, like, they have equal amount of time to talk about it. And they'll, like, discuss and just basically go back and forth on why they think this person is underrated or why they, this person is a really good rapper. And there was an episode about 6 9 And I sent it to Lance. And I, I watched it myself. And it was pretty interesting because one of the main points that he was making of why he's a, he calls he says that he's a good rapper Mm -hmm. because he calls him very influential. Um, And I think he is very influential. Now, whether his influence is bad or good, I don't think it's necessarily a good influence, but you know, that's just my opinion. But um, he, he's like, 
basically he talks about how you know like he's not afraid to like do things like this or that he's got rainbow hair and no one cares he's got rainbow teeth and no one cares he does what he wants to and no one cares you know i mean someone cares now he's in jail yeah but <laughs> you know what i mean so i i mean i guess i i see the appeal i don't find it appealing but i see the appeal so i've got a story ty dolla sign got arrested um i think it was back in september because i remember seeing this video and um it was like i think he like came out of uh his cab or something or his, his like tour bus and um i don't know if the cops saw that like maybe the guy uh who was driving looked high or maybe they'd seen them get some before and then whatever but um now he's been indicted on felony drug charges um, when they were en route to a show in Atlanta. So his real name is Tyrone Griffin Jr., by the way. <laughs> Had no clue. He's facing up to 15 years in prison if he's convicted um, in Fulton County. And so um, a copy of the indictment was obtained by Griffin, and um, he's been charged with felony possession of cocaine, felony possession of THC, Jeez. and misdemeanor possession of less than an ounce of weed. <laughs> This is my thing. And he's 33. This is my thing. Less than an ounce of weed. Yeah. That's like, no one is, no one charges for less than an ounce. Mm-mm. I mean, I've never been caught because of drugs. But. Well, well, Georgia does have some of the stricter gun law, or not gun laws, sorry, drug laws in the country. They're really harsh on their uh, drug penalties. So, I mean. I mean, yeah, I guess he's facing up to 15 years. Now, that could just mean that's the, the, that's maximum. the maximum. Exactly, so yeah. He could just get probation for a little bit. But um, he's facing some charges. He's been indicted already. So now um, time for me and Chris's bread and butter. Sports news. So, OU. Got another Heisman. Back cue, to back. Cue that Drake back to back underneath. Cue so, it up. As soon as they announced it, I had Drake going. I had it <laughs> pumping as loud as I could. Okay, for me, the best part of this story, right? Kyler Murray is not going to get drafted in the first round of the NFL. He's not going to get drafted in the NFL because he's playing the MLB. What? Well, not so fast. Not so fast. Okay. We don't know that yet. Well, no, because, yeah, he's signed with the A's. He is signed with the A's, but there's an option in that contract. Yes. Okay. So yeah, he there is. He, he won't. He won't get the four point five million dollars or whatever it is. But there is the option in the contract for him to go play football if he wants. Now, he won't be. He. he uh, okay. The easiest way to say this is he's undersized. Um, he's too small to play yeah. quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, I think the guy's. I think the guy's like five foot ten. Um, he's too small to play quarterback in the NFL. Uh, and I think it was, man, it was either Colin Coward or uh, Skip Bayless said the other day, you know, he'll be a lot ha- he would be a lot happier if he went and played football, which I agree with, uh, but he won't be as successful going to play football as he will be going to play baseball. So nope. uh, you know, football t- football takes a big toll on your body as well. Yeah. Man. Mm-hmm. You play baseball, you get to sit on the bench for three hours and, you know, you're playing 10 minutes of total game time and you're making millions of dollars. And see, that's why I think he should definitely go for the baseball because it's a heck of a lot easier on your body. There's yeah. no pay caps. Me and, yeah, me and Bob were talking about earlier, I said he's going to make more money. He's going to get more playing time. 
um, this is this was his you know first choice first option mm-hmm. like before he you know knew he was going to do anything after college he like signed this contract with the A's and then right. you know starts playing really well and becomes a Heisman contender and then wins a Heisman but um, I think that yeah I think that he'd be happy playing NFL football but and not to sound rude I just don't think that he's at necessarily necessarily that caliber as well I mean he's very fast he's very quick See, I think his speed is is there but I don't think um I think that he could get knocked out real easy and then just you yeah. know see running quarterbacks in just don't really last very long in the NFL I mean they do well for a little bit but you can only take so many hits I mean we see RG3 after his first season RG3 played this weekend that's another story oh he did yes oh, he did. wow man see I've been so busy studying for finals and doing my finals. I haven't been able to catch up with anything lately. So, yeah. <laughs> well, Bob, does your mom listen to this podcast or something? Why are you lying to everybody like that? <laughs> does she? No, actually, I did study really hard for. My, I had two finals that I had to study. Really I'm very hard proud for. of you. you. Jeez, I am proud of you. Me too. I am. Um, I just took a final and I didn't study for it. So, probably should have. But you know, it's it's fine. It's um, I'll graduate eventually. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, more than likely he can't, um, there was an option in his contract with the A's to where he could play collegiate football. Now he can't play collegiate baseball. So. No, that's 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 because he already signed. That's because it's the AA rules. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, um, so after their bowl game, he's done, which they are going to a bowl game, right? Yep. We're in the playoff. Play Alabama at the Orange Bowl. There you go. Okay. So very excited about that. Definitely looking forward to that. Um, okay, Alabama played a, a bowl game last year. They won a bowl game last year. Or no, 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 no. They won the championship last year, wasn't it? Yes, Alabama won the national championship. And they I did not want that of, to they, happen so bad. They won five out of the last nine. I did not want them to win so bad. Georgia was so close. Yeah, well, Alabama or Oklahoma was really close to beat Georgia, but then we blew it in the second half. So that's that's all done and said for though yeah but, as uh, that happens yeah but. yeah no really excited for this OU Bama game though uh, you know a lot of a lot of Bama fans running their mouths uh, which is fine you know that's what I expect um, you know I don't uh, I, I wouldn't put money on OU to win uh, but I think this game's going to be a whole lot better than a lot of people are giving us credit for mm. well um, Speaking of, you know, trash talking and, you know, playing better than we thought we would, me and Chris are Cowboys fans, so can we just talk a minute how um, we narrowly, barely beat the Saints last week. Um, Narrowly, kind of sort of barely beat the Eagles this week. But are the Cowboys back? I'm not. No. I'm not saying we're going to win the Super Bowl at all whatsoever. I mean, we barely clinched the playoffs. Bob shaking his head at me like he's not a Texans fan, like they didn't get a train ran on him yesterday. Oh, but you um, act like I, I say that the Texans are going to the Super Bowl. I know, I, I know you didn't. Going. Well, I know you didn't say that because you have common sense. <laughs> but um, we're we're just playing better. Yeah, I mean they're playing well, better, it, but I just don't think it's going to be like Super Bowl. Caliber, I don't know. We'll no, see. that's what I'm saying. I, oh, I'm yeah. not saying we're going to win the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, yeah. What I'm saying is uh, we're playing better. Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, this is fifth game they won in a row or six? Mm-hmm. Five in a row. Fifth game yeah. in a row. Which, um, if you're a Cowboys fan, then you know you're on edge right now because you're like, 
you're waiting for the other shoe to drop, right? And like, yeah, I mean, I don't know though. If you look, I mean, if you look at our schedule for the rest of the season, I mean, we've got uh, we've got Indianapolis this weekend. Yeah, we've got Tampa Bay the next weekend, uh, and then who do we close it out? The Giants. We close it out. We and close see, it out against the Giants. I'm not worried. That's the thing. That's that's why I'm so scared because I'm not worried about any of that. See, but that's how the mentality of the players. If they get that in their head, that's when they lose. Well, see, no, the players know that they have everything to prove. Exactly. As Here's a fan, I'm just like the Cowboys. It, it is their own destiny, right? They control their own destiny right now. There's no reason that they shouldn't win the division. I mean, they've got three average to mediocre opponents left in the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the only people who are with them are the Eagles and the Redskins. Which the Redskins, boy, I, that is just, <laughs> we'll talk about that in a minute. That's yeah, dumpster fire. That's next, but. Uh, the Eagles still have to play the Rams, the Texans, and the Redskins again. Now, I think they, you know, I think they'll easily run over the Redskins. But don't, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if the Rams hang hang half a hundred on them. And oh I yeah, I don't see them beating the Texans. Yeah, they might. I, the Rams. Can we just talk about them for a second? What 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 their season? Also, their coach is really cute, but their season. Was so unexpected. Also, Kansas City with Patrick Mahomes. Love it. That kid can throw. Love it. The kid can throw. Um, His show off this week, the, what was it, Thursday night? No, it was Sunday. It was Sunday that I think they played, who they played Baltimore yesterday? I think it was. I don't know who it was. I think they played Baltimore yesterday. Um, But that was a really good game. I think they won uh, that one barely. The Cowboys yeah, real quick. 27-24. Yeah, we won in overtime, um, and that was a crazy game. The f- first touchdown wasn't scored until, like, the third quarter or so from us anyways. Um, I don't think it was necessarily. Did you, did you see, though, in that in that Chiefs-Ravens game, did you see Mahomes' no-look pass? Yes. Did anybody else see that? Yes. He, he, he Dude, looks right, throws, like, Throws ninety degrees to the left, not even yes. looking in the remote direction. Hits the guy in stride. It was it was gorgeous. He is a very um, he's a very intuitive quarterback, and he's young. He's a young. He kid. knows the field exactly. Um, I think um, that's why going back to Kyler Murray, I think that's why like a lot of these uh, quarterbacks who are coming in um, like freshmen and rookies and starting, you know, immediately they either get it or they don't. You either have your RG threes. Um, or your Bakers, and not that Bakers had the best season ever, but he's taken a team that wasn't expected to win any games this season and won about five, you know. So um, the Browns, my dad's a Panthers fan, and I um, I texted him on Sunday morning. I said, hey, Dad, I said, y'all better not lose to the Browns today. And they lost to the Browns, you know. Um, Baker Mayfield, he's he, the truth. Exactly. He's um, And he's, to me, he's like a – like a Johnny Menzel type, um, but he's the the plus side, you know. What? Yeah, I mean, he he stayed. You know, he didn't he didn't really have the off field issues that Johnny had. Um, exactly. I mean, he did have the arrest and did have the arrest in Fayetteville. Uh, <laughs> yep. Which, I mean, here's the thing: college football players get arrested for that same thing yeah. a dozen times a day in this country. Had if he was not who he was. Wouldn't, wouldn't have never even deal. been it would have never even been news. Yeah. So it is what it is. Won the Heisman, taking the Browns to five wins this season. I mean, 
You yeah, know, I only they gave the same, Cardinals. They got the same record the Giants have. They got the same record the Eli Manning and Saquon Barkley have. Okay, yeah. Eli Manning is becoming trash. I think. Okay, Eli should have retired three years ago. Yes, he should have. I think Heck, that he if, should have retired before his brother did, man. I think that if Eli, I think Eli Manning was thinking about retiring this season, like at the end of the season. Um, but I think at this point he's like, I can't end my last season like this. Because like uh, the best thing they could do is tank the rest of the season, take a quarterback in the first round, yep. have him play one more season, and kind of and kind of bring the you know bring your first round pick up to up to speed with NFL. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so speaking of Saquon Barkley. He is the first rookie in franchise history with the Giants to get a thousand yards in a season, right? And he's played, he just played his sixth game with a, over a hundred yards, the fourth one consecutively. Uh, yeah, I mean, the kid is incredible. Uh, I have him. He's my, uh, he's my running back one on my fantasy team. And it's, uh, you know, each week they project him at about 17 mm, ish points uh, for the week. Yeah, he's at he's at twenty by halftime. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I always know that that's going to be wrong. Whatever whatever they project him at, you can do that about it, probably time and a half to two times is probably what score he's going to actually end up with. I love those projections because, like, um, I know. So I talked about how on Twitter because I have Derrick Henry right, and I don't have him because I think he's going to go off. I literally drafted him one day because I was like, oh, I need another running back or uh, like another running back wide receiver type. Mine is in a bye week. This other one is injured. I was like, okay, Derrick Henry from Tennessee. I know the name. Let's just get him in there. I might get seven points. Each week he predicts it like seven points, six points. Sometimes it's 11. This week, 47.8. What? Did you start him? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. You were smarter than 93.7% of the rest of the people playing fantasy football. Yep. But I'll tell you right now, don't make that same mistake next Nope. I, yeah, guy'll, exactly. That guy will have, have eight carries for 20 yards and no touchdowns next week. I guarantee No, it. yeah. He's consecutively at, been at like six, seven, maybe like 11. And then like this week, I was like, I was watching the game and I was like, wait a minute. Like, I forgot I had him for a second. I was like... Oh yeah, it's Derrick Henry. I was like, I've got him. Hmm, he's going to touch him. I haven't right. seen any. I haven't seen anybody yet, but we discussed, we talked about it at work today. Me and a couple of the guys that are playing fantasy football is where are the where are the one in a million teams that have got Amari Cooper and Derrick Henry? I have them both. That have got. Oh, do you really? I have. So I have them both, but I think on different leagues. I'm playing two leagues right now. I'm playing one with my family, and then. One with a bunch of random people that I created on accident. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do. I didn't create that league on purpose. Um, but I think I do have them both on the one. Let's see. There's no. Okay, no, because on one of them I have um, Zeke, and then Cook, and then Derrick Henry, and then um, and then on the other one I have Amari Cooper. And I had Amari Cooper when he was with the Raiders. And then I looked two days later and he's with the Cowboys. And I was like, excuse you? But, you know, he got me almost 40 points this week. So, yep. I mean, it was a good week for me. That's yeah, for that sure. That was a great trade. I mean, it was a great pickup getting getting Cooper brought over to the Cowboys. Um, I mean, as we talked earlier, the Cowboys are looking, are, are looking really good on one side of the ball and looking – okay on the other i mean their defense is absolutely phenomenal yeah um 
I was really worried that they were going to start Sean Lee over Leighton Vanderash. Oh no, Leighton Leighton Vanderash has been incredible. Uh, I don't think anybody expected that from him. But no, and I've uh, heard that he's a real humble kid too. And he's a kid; he's a oh, young kid, oh, and yeah. he knows it. And he, you know, he didn't mean to take Sean Lee's spot. He, you know, was taking his coaching. And kids got speed. Kids got power. Yeah, he. I mean, well, and, and the thing is, he can't beat himself up by looking at it and saying, you know, hey, I took Sean Lee's spot. You know, he earned the, the Sean Lee's spot. Spot's got to go to the better player mm-hmm. here. Yeah. And the the best thing the Cowboys can do uh, is talk to Sean Lee and be like, look, buddy, hey, man, it's it's you're very injury prone. It's time to hang it up. You know, but we want you to be a linebacker coach because the guy is, is Sean Lee's a great linebacker. Don't get me oh wrong. yeah, and he's smart. The guy is just really injury prone. And he knows the game really well. The best thing they can do is, is give him a coach's headset and have him be the linebacker coach. And then you know the second best thing they can do with coaching is get rid of Scott Linehan. Yep. I am so yep. tired of this offense. I am so tired of Dak Prescott being an absolute dumpster fire in the pocket. The guy has no has no perception of what is going on around him. He can't throw a pass more than five yards consistently. He's either going to overthrow you or underthrow you by 10 yards, or he's going to throw it right to somebody on the other team. Last night, he falls down on his butt with a poor snap, and he just looks around. Terrible clock management. We're going down the field to win the football game. Yes. And he just looked around. Oh, my God. He could spike the ball, stop that the clock. That ticked no, me off there, so Let's bad. 10 seconds run off the clock. Let the clock keep going. We just take it to overtime. And you're lucky you won that football game because when you play for overtime, you always lose. Yep. I hate the guy. He's a terrible quarterback. He's, okay, I, I shouldn't say he's terrible. He's average at best, yeah. mediocre most of the time. Yeah, that's the what I think. The worst thing they could do is resign him. I'm I, sorry I went on a tangent, but I cannot stand it. No, you're fine. He's he's one of my fantasy quarterbacks. I have I have a bunch of different ones just because of bye weeks and everything like that. I have him. I usually start Russell Wilson. I have Matt Ryan. Um, I think... Dak is very on or off. Um, sometimes he can be an average quarterback, um, but he's either having a really good game or not having a great game. And I think that our offensive line, I think, I genuinely think that our offensive line does a great job. I think that Zeke runs as hard as he can. I think that sometimes Dak loses his awareness of the pocket itself. And like, oh, I got to realize that he has a great offensive line in front of him, but they can't always hold for 10 seconds every play. Yeah, he's just, like you said, he's got no awareness of what's going on in the pocket. You know, when you've got when you've got three to five seconds in the pocket as an NFL quarterback, that is a ton of time. Absolutely. You know, somebody's got to be open or you've got to make the decision to throw it away. Yep. And that's one of the biggest things he can't figure out is throwing the ball away. And I hate it. It's at every level of the game. Yeah. From you know high school football to the NFL, quarterbacks do not understand that you can just throw the ball away. You don't have to take a loss. You don't have to throw a, a risky pass and you know risk an interception. You can just throw the ball away. You live to play another down. Yeah, I think that that yeah you're right. That is one of the biggest things because he takes too many sacks, and I and why I mean he takes them like they're not necessary. They're not sacks that had to have happened. He is taking them by actively not. Right you know, doing the steps to, well, um, I just have, you know, two more things to say. We both watched that finish in Miami. What is going, what happened this week? Like the Patriots lost to the Dolphins? I'd like to point out that I did call that. 
Did you really? I, I, we're, we're in a fantasy pick'em league at work. Yeah, I picked. Uh, let's see. Hold on one second. I'll pull them up here. Yeah, I picked. Uh, I picked the Miami uh, over uh, New England. Did not necessarily think that it was going to go down like it did. Uh, oh definitely love to see the old. Definitely love to see the old hook and ladder play. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, it's uh, it's a thing of beauty when it works. Uh, it usually never works. Uh, you know, it's just one of those things that uh, sometimes it works out. And when it does, you'll always remember it. So, exactly. Yeah, I picked, I picked quite a few upsets this week. I don't know if you consider Giants and Redskins, uh, you know, Giants over the Redskins an upset anymore. At the beginning of the season, it certainly would have been. Yeah. Uh, I picked the Dolphins over the Patriots. Um, let's see. I picked the Browns over the Panthers. And uh, what was the other one I picked? There was one more. I don't remember it anymore. I picked uh, I picked Kansas City to lose. They almost did. I didn't win that one. <laughs> I've been going the upset route at work, and it's actually been working out. It's been for working me. out so for I you. Pick, pick, pick the Browns every week. They're going to win 50-50. There you go. I mean, yeah. Well, so if you guys don't know what happened, basically um, it's just your old hook and ladder play. Like you said, Ryan Tannehill just threw a 14-yard pass to Kenny Stills. It's like there was no time left on the clock. This was the last play of the game. It had to be. Um, Kenny Stills ran down the field a little bit, lateraled the ball to Devontae Parker. Uh, he lateraled the ball to Kenyon Drake, who then went 52 yards. My favorite thing of this, right, because I was watching his interview after the game, and um, they, they were asking him, like, uh, you saw Gronk out of the corner of your eye. Do you, did, you, like, did you think that he was going to get you? And he's like, no. <laughs> he's like, no. I think that Gronk hits hard. But I don't necessarily think that he's that great of a player. I also think he's really dumb. But that's just me. Like, I don't think he's a smart person. <laughs> that's rude. I'd like but. to party with the guy, though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. He's not something, someone that I'd invite to the study group. But I'd invite, I'd go to his party, you know? I, that's fair. He does, like, Tide commercials, I think. And I'm like... Oh, okay. That makes me comforted to know that you have an advertising with a laundry detergent company because at least that means your clothes are clean. Um, Anyways, my last thing that I have to say is Mark Sanchez is trash. I literally wrote Mark Sanchez is is a joke. The end. Come on. How, How do you put in? So Mark Sanchez was in because um, the Redskins first quarterback got hurt. So they put him in. He plays like trash, throws a couple interceptions. It took the third string to actually put some points on the board. Heck yeah, man. I mean, and he got 16 of the 40 they were down. So, I don't know. Shows who's been working hard and who hasn't. Joe John, I think his name is Joe Johnson or something. Johnson, I know that's his last name. Um, but it was not. it was not a good game for the Redskins, and it was a really good game for the Giants. So those did not mix well for the Redskins. And I'm not afraid to Joe play Johnson. them anymore. Joe Johnson sounds like somebody who would be up for country music record of the year. You would think so. Honestly. Here's Joe Johnson with Down at the Farm. <laughs> exactly. Down at the Farm. Uh, that'd be his hit single. Well, it'd, be, it'd be better than anything Mark Sanchez is doing. Honestly. Um, it, and he's doing nothing. He really is a joke. He really is trash. Ed. I do you remember when he played for the Jets for a little bit? Like he's I, he played for the Cowboys for a little bit too. I think he is one of those QBs who you like hear the name and you're like, oh, that guy's still in the NFL. <laughs> like 
Yeah, I mean, he, he butt-fumbled in a way in New York, but <laughs> yep. he did avenge the butt-fumble. Did we see that? Oh, yes, because he butt-recovered. The <laughs> butt-fumble recovery. <laughs> He's ridiculous. And then RG3, he played this weekend. I don't remember who he um, got playing time with, but he got a little playing time on the field this weekend, and it, you know. Did he do okay? Mediocre? Special. I didn't think... know the guy was still in the league. Exactly, me neither. They said, uh, RG3 is going to get out there on the field. I said, who? I was like, I remember when that kid was at Baylor. I remember when he got into the NFL, when he played with the Redskins. He's still here? Man, I figured, since they're starting at the XFL, I figured he'd just go there, him and Johnny Manziel both. Well, well, Johnny Manziel plays uh, for the CFL, CFL Canadian yeah. Football League. Um, but this is like uh, Colt McCoy. Oh, yeah. Wasn't he playing with the Redskins? Yes. So oh, the Redskins just have the worst Played luck. Played really poorly luck, with the no. Redskins. So yes, because okay, didn't they have they had another quarterback before him too, didn't they? Um, the Redskins. Yeah, they've had like seven quarterbacks this year. Well, yeah, they had uh, they had the guy that got his he had his leg broken in that game. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, yeah. No. Nope. Yeah. Remember that? <laughs> and yes, then so I then that. Uh, Kurt. No, who was it? Oh. I don't even remember. I don't remember either, but I remember him getting his leg hurt. Um, yes, that was really terrible. I. Don't like it. Um, I don't think. I think that the Redskins just need to uh, reset for the um, for the week or for the for really for yeah. the uh, rest of their just life. Like he was saying uh, with them, tank it and just get new picks. Alex Smith. I think yeah, that Alex Smith who fractured his tibia and then Colt McCoy. Uh, Colt McCoy went out there and got his tibia fractured too. So. <laughs> It's a really bad place to be a quarterback. <laughs> Just some really bad milk up in Washington. It's not making really your bones bad. strong. That's a good way to put it. Really bad milk. <laughs> no strong bones there. Oof. Not at all. So Lots like, of osteoporosis. Osteoporosis. <laughs> all right. Well, um, we're going to end it there. Thank you, Chris, for joining us this week. It's been great co- having a c- talking with you. <laughs> having a conversation to, yeah, talking with you. Catch up with you, you Chris. <laughs> Absolutely. Bob hey, says passively do, aggressively. I want to do one last thing here. Yeah. I want to do rapid fire Kyler Murray stats for you. Okay. Yes. Give them to me because I know you have them. Two seconds. Because here's the deal: uh, the Heisman deal and the Heisman Trophy all through the season, it was to a tag of Viola mm-hmm. that he was going to win it. He was it. Name was already on the out trophy. of Alabama. Already, yeah. Yeah. Well, already yeah. over with. Bama's coming for well, that back to back on their uh, championship, though, right? Yeah, they're looking for a back-to-back, but uh, I think the back-to-back-to-back-to-back Big 12 champions are going to have something to say about that. So, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, I would like to point out, though, uh, this is for everybody out there who you know thought maybe Tua Tagovailoa from Alabama or Dwayne Haskins from Ohio State uh, should have won the Heisman over Kyler Murray. Uh, first of all, Dwayne Haskins, nowhere even near the top, nowhere in this conversation. But if you want to look at Kyler versus Tua, uh, Kyler has the higher QB rating, total offense rating, pass yards per game, higher rush yards per game, higher passing TDs per game, higher total touchdowns per game, higher completion percentage, higher pass yards per attempt, higher pass yards per completion, and higher points responsible for per game. He beat him in every aspect of the game. He is the best player on the team, which is what this award is. This award is not a team award. Alabama without two attack of Iola with Jalen Hurt playing as their quarterback is still a 12 and 0 team. I guarantee it. I put my life on it. Oklahoma without Kyler Murray, you're maybe a nine win team if you're lucky. 
but you're looking at probably seven, eight wins on the season. Kyler was the best football player in college football this year. It's as simple as that, whether you're an OU fan or not. Uh, obviously, you know, you're a little biased, or I'm a little biased with being an OU fan. But if you look at simple, cold, hard facts, Kyler was a winner on paper. Um, as for the Ohio State fans, can't stand them. Uh, they're the worst <laughs> fans in football. Uh, but if you think Dwayne Haskins should have won the Heisman, let me tell you this. Uh, this comes from my good friend uh, at Blinken Riley on Twitter. Gives me all kinds of cool facts. If Tyler were to get sacked for a 10-yard loss on the next 50 plays in a row, 10-yard loss on the next 50 plays in a row, he'd still have a higher yards per play average than Dwayne Haskins. Wow. So get out of here with that Dwayne Haskins. Get out of here with that Tua Tag of Viola. But you heard it here first. Tua will win the Heisman next year. Yeah, absolutely, because he's still got a chance. The um, best player in college football this year will be an average player in the MLB next year. Yep, and that's all there is to it. Oklahoma going to go down to South Florida. Uh, we play Alabama in the Orange Bowl on uh, December 29th, 7 o'clock, prime time. Looking forward to it. We'll see. I think we're going to hang half a hundred on a boomer sooner. There you go. There you go. Um, everybody, thanks for listening. We, it was great to have Chris here this week. Um, that's right. I, I will actually be leaving after this week. This I will be back, coming back in January, so we're going to be doing a little bit different on our shows we're gonna have some episodes next week we'll have one um about our uh new year's traditions we'll have one about our favorite christmas uh we're gonna do soundtracks movies stuff like that so um he'll be gone but it'll be like he won't be exactly with the thing of modern technology we'll be here even though we're far apart so <laughs> there you go <laughs> so make uh, sure to stay tuned on next episode of wave of the, the planet, planet. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review, and subscribe for updates when new episodes drop. And follow our station on Twitter and on Facebook at The Planet 107 to see everything going on at Tarleton Radio.